Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. Ooh, it's a good morning. It's beautiful out, absolutely stunning. I cannot believe it's the middle of June. It's not hot. It's just like heaven, absolutely like heaven. And it seems like these years are moderating. Like it used to be, I don't know, it's more extreme weather. And I don't know, I feel like there's so much more moderate weather now that I can't even believe where I live. Like I would have never guessed it in a million years. So anyway, um, today I want to talk about quiet because I feel like quiet, especially in our society and everything is just really undervalued. And for me, quiet is like bliss and peace and it's perfection and it has all this loveliness about it. And it's even to the point of recognizing that there's almost no quiet. Like what if true quiet is just the, like, um, the voices in your head aren't playing around with you anymore? What if that's just quiet? What if it has nothing to do with like being in some sort of chamber of nothingness? Because I hear the birds now and I have Toulouse laying next to me. And I feel this extreme sense of quiet. But I think it's just because I've stopped. I've let go and there's nothing happening in my head. There's nothing demanding me and telling me what to do. And it's just so peaceful. This is a quiet that can't be achieved when we're escaping through checking our phones or computers or email or watching TV shows. It doesn't have the same experience. It's, it's not the same. It's that I don't even know why, but it's just not. It's not the same as just sitting still and being in the moment. I think it's because we have to be in this experiential world for it to happen it's not going to happen well I guess it could happen if you're watching tv but you would remove yourself from the show to experience it it would be like you watching yourself watching the show that would do it so it's this quiet that allows for this almost like wandering into and out of the world around us to the point where like the other day I was at this um, this little mini concert thing and there was a vulture that was flying overhead. And because I was being present, I was completely able to hone into that vulture and like see what he was seeing. I was able to, because I saw him turning his head and he was looking down at the world below. So it was the, the musicians were under a cover. It was them, it was... It was the the vineyards behind the musicians. It was the people in front. And he was just really checking things out. And I just imagined how free it would be to be up there looking down on all of us, all of this, and the land around us. 
<sighs> but that couldn't have happened if I was distracted or if I was caught up in the noise, I wouldn't have noticed that. And, you know, noise at a concert, what does that look like? It's not just the band playing. It's your mental involvement. It's your mental, like, do I know anyone here? You know, it's like the mental voices that happen. You know, did I dress right? Should I get something to eat? Is anyone looking at me? It's all these voices. So if we can shut that down, even for a couple minutes, we get to experience this wonderful peace and this quiet. It's this infinite quiet that's just so magical. And that's really what I wanted to share today because it's like we don't talk about this. So maybe there's some assumption that everyone knows about it, but maybe people don't. You know, um, so I've heard it said like, a, I well, actually, I'll just tell you when this thing happened a while ago when Bella was young. We played this game with her, and I know I told you this before, but it's so perfect for this. Um, we were playing this game of asking God questions, and Bella has this ability to tune in and channel, you know, information, answers. And so I asked Bella to ask God, why are dogs always happy? And Bella closed her eyes and she got these funny looks of like kind of concern or like almost like she was arguing with God. It was just like these looks on her face and stuff. And she opened her eyes and said, I don't understand. And I'm like, what? Is, what? And she goes, she goes, I just don't understand. I said, well, just ask and just tell me what he says. Don't like try to interpret it. So she went back again and she listened. And this time she came back and she said, this is what he said. She's like, I don't understand. But he said, be like a dog to know. And I got to say, as far as this whole peace thing goes, like this seems like so perfect for that. Because if you notice dogs, they know how to be still. They know how to lay down and tune out and let go. And in those times, you can see how happy they are. How peaceful. So this is what we all have available to us. Be like a dog to know. Be like a dog to know happiness. Be like your cat to know happiness. Mm. It's so sublime, this opportunity that we have to be present here. And we can go in and out of these different aspects of being human. We have the aspect that resists being being a soul, we have the aspect that resists being human. We have the aspect that uh, that lives fully, and we have the aspect that, well, what if? Like, okay, so we have the one that lives fully, on point, alive, vibrant. Then we have the one that is tuning out and shutting down, which some might argue is also living fully. And all of these different pieces, you know, are, are part of who we are. So we don't want to negate any of them. We have the aspect of us that accepts our humanness and accepts our soul. Mm. So these all play together and we can go in and out. But if we don't take 
any of it too seriously and we can just find ourselves watching ourselves do these various things and enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. This will allow us much more access to this quiet, to this beautiful, peaceful quiet that's always available to us. Mm. Even when you're having an argument, you can access this quiet, but you have to let go. You have to let go of your attachments, attachment to outcome, attachment to rightness, and therein lies the peace. It's always available. I absolutely love this. So I know this is early, but I really want you to sit with this and I don't want to change the subject. And I want you to just find where the quiet lies in your life and if possibly you could integrate more throughout your day, even just a minute here, a minute there. We have thousands of minutes in a day. I think we could spare a minute, an hour to access the quiet. And as we practice accessing this quiet, we'll find it comes easier and easier and we can access it when it makes the most sense to turn around a moment because that's all it takes is just a few seconds of quiet to change everything you know, that we're experiencing so we can make better choices, choices that are serving the highest good of ourselves and others choices that serve our journey, choices that serve the outcomes that we would prefer to have. (sighs) So that said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. And I want you to have the most wonderful day. Just figure in a few moments of quiet, start a practice, a new practice. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.